Should we assume or reject whiteness? A follower uh, just posted this really good question, and uh, I've reflected a lot on it, and I think I've also spoken to it before, but I'm not sure that I've addressed it directly. So the question is, should we follow those contemporary race scholars who typically insist that we should assume whiteness, or should we rather follow uh, James Baldwin, who suggests rejecting whiteness for the simple reason that it's a cornerstone of racism. My position is that we should do both. First, whiteness is a cultural construction, right? As anybody can see, my skin, for instance, is not literally white. It's this weird color coding that we have is a cultural idea that was invented primarily to create opposition to black people, right? Whose skin, of course, is mostly not literally black. Uh, I believe that contemporary scholars of race are right when they insist that we should not just deny this cultural invention of whiteness, right? Because such a denial could serve to uphold racist structures basically by camouflaging the fact that they're there. Or perhaps it could lead white people to deny that they're inscribed in this pattern of, of oppression, um, which is predicated on whiteness, right? So we must, at some level, assume whiteness, I think, as an anti-racist measure, basically. But this must be a strategy of resisting what James Baldwin rightly points out, that whiteness is a wrong story. A wrong story predicated on the desire of elites to disrupt community in populations in order to prey on contemporary populations. So conscious assuming of whiteness as a political anti-racist choice while resisting it as the basis of self-image and cultural identity, right? So I'm white in relation to those systems of oppression that have racialized me in that way. And I can't just deny that, you know, I must acknowledge it in order to resist it. And that cultural resistance implies rejecting it as the foundation for my culture and my self-image. That cultural resistance is clearing paths towards non-whiteness. And that implies a, a working in allyship with groups that have been racialized in other ways, right? By the system that has valorized whiteness. So while it's important to listen to contemporary race scholarship, we also just have to remember that sometimes, sometimes they sometimes have, sometimes their heads and their asses a little bit. Let's say stuff like, race is everything. It's not everything. It's a big thing. It's a perversive thing. It's a shite thing, but it's not everything. Scholars sometimes want to extend their own perspective to become some sort of cosmic truth in order to basically augment their own voice. So scholars of language, they'll reduce everything to just be language. And scholars of literature, they like to see pre-Christian religion, for instance, exclusively as medieval literature, right? Or indeed animist scholars will say that animism is everything and then they will see animism, you know, in, in, in everything from like marketing algorithms to fundamentalist Christianity. Not particularly good at, you know, cases of animism. So I would say don't believe them when they say that race is everything or when race fetishists on both ends of the political spectrum say 
or imply that your self-image has to be encased in whiteness. You know, it blows my mind that some would seriously say that. T seriously take the most dystopian, destructive colonial category, whiteness, and then insist that you have to identify with it and perpetuate it, instead of being Appalachian and Scottish and Norwegian and whatever we all are. How in any conceivable universe can it be a good idea to perpetuate whiteness in that way. Uh, I believe that the Black Panther leader, Fred Hampton, he really hit the nail on his head when he said something along the lines of, and I'm, I'm kind of paraphrasing here, that you don't fight fire with fire, you fight it with water. You fight racism, not with more racism, but with solidarity. And this is the reason that I mostly talk about Euro-descended people and culture, but I talk about white people and culture when I'm specifically referencing those people and culture as defined by that history of oppression, those elements of cultural identity that are the product of this, this history of oppression. That, that, is, that is where whiteness belongs, right? So notice how the, the category of Eurodescendant, that that is a category of solidarity, if you want to use Hampton's terms. It's, it's anti-racist. It's open also to non-whites. Let, let me just uh, give you an example of that. So in racist terms, Bob Marley or Barack Obama or my children would perhaps be black and thereby deemed in opposition to being white but they are also Eurodescendant because there's a Eurodescendant parent. And this is not, by the way, to say that you need some genetic component, something like that, to be a legitimate, legitimate practitioner of like Nordic animism, for instance. Not at all, not at all. I think that culture today is in a, in a rampant process of exchange and cross-pollination, and that's a good thing. And you can check my playlist on cultural exchange. But the reason that I even talk about these concepts and even use the concepts such as Eurodescendant is that we, we need to be able to talk about those people that have been racialized as white in anti-racist ways. We can't just pretend that they aren't there or like dig them into some cognitive dissonance of white guilt and modernist detachment and universalist non-belonging. So therefore the, the cultural precision and the practices that I'm presenting on this channel, they're not white, but they're also not just free of whiteness. So for, like, for instance, if you imagine that I was, I don't know, some pre-Christian Viking or something like that, then yeah, in principle, you could call that non-white. It's like there isn't any whiteness there because that hasn't been invented yet. But this work here it is defined by whiteness in its resistance to whiteness. If anything, it's counter-white, it's counter-white. Hence, should we assume or should we reject whiteness? We should assume it in order to effectively reject it. Thanks and see you around.